This is the hardcore icon, Just Incredible, and you're listening to Just Plain Filthy Podcast. Now that's not just the coolest, and that's not just the best. That, my friends, is Just Incredible. So no head? Welcome to the Just Plain Filthy Podcast, everybody. A podcast where we discussed wrestling things. And a lot of the times when we discussed wrestling things, I am very, very, very wrong. But today, today, this week, November 12th, 2019, Casey Campbell was right. CM Punk is on a WWE program, and I said that he would be in the coming five years when we started this podcast. Everybody said I was crazy. Everybody said, nah, it'll never happen. He's too jaded. Further proof that nothing in this business is fucking impossible. I got really confused because I thought you were saying that it was actually November 12th today. No, it's not November 12th today. That I was, was like, that, that I was was like should I ruin his momentum? and just like, I got really confused because... <laughs> You had something entirely different planned for the beginning of this podcast <laughs> and just went off the cuff with that precious monologue. I figured cutting a promo was better than spiking our audio, but let's get into it. I'm Casey Campbell. I'm TJ Vegas. And I'm Alex Campbell. I welcome to the Just Plain Filthy podcast, the only podcast that has predicted the return of MCR <laughs> and the return of CM Punk. In I'm the sure- same year. In the same year. I'm sure that's not true, but I'm just going to say it is because I'm a predicted the, ri- the reign of Kobe Kingston before it yes, happened. Yes, that we did. We did that too. Oh my god, it's Ugh. almost as if we are smart individuals who it's are right all the we've time. we've all been watching wrestling for years, <laughs> and most of us are at least proficient at writing stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, WWE, I haven't been watching Raw or SmackDown for the most part. I've been keeping up with the highlights. It's I mean, Rusev's still getting his wife fucked. Oh, so. two highlights from each show every night. <laughs> Rusev's getting cucked. Uh, the first theme... part of being an American, besides getting your citizenship, is getting cucked. Yeah, getting yeah. your wife fucked by a bigger, stronger. Take man. the citizen citizenship exam, and then your wife's fucking a black guy. That's yeah. what happens. <laughs> Alright, we're just going to go out and say that. Yeah. <laughs> just getting, getting our box slammed by Solberg up in here. My God. And Chalk Lesnar up in this bitch. Just... We, we definitely should have done the, the, the little uh, warning at the uh, beginning. The, the one show we just decided not to do the warning. Oh, oh we're just like, fuck Solberg, it, whatever. Chalk Lesnar getting her box pushed in. If you, hey, this is the 65th episode. If you don't know what we're about by now, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> but um, besides that, I really don't know anything about Raw or SmackDown. Uh, I know that WWE is uh, crowd-piping um, Seth Rollins' promos. 
uh, because uh, they're booing the fuck out of him right now. Well, and you're fucking lazy as shit, and you're one-dimensional with your promos. You don't know how to do anything else. People are going to not like it. Well, duh. They have to improve their product, as they do often this time of year. <laughs> hey, Seth Rollins, do a promo against Brock Lesnar. We are the best company in the world. Okay, where the fuck was Brock Lesnar with that one, huh? <laughs> where is that? WWE is better. We didn't tell you to say that. What, what are you doing, buddy? Crowd, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, I know what they're saying. They're saying, oh, you. You're cool. Yeah, you. Oh, you. Not, you used to be the best part of WWE, and now you're just See, the hype man. <laughs> Again, they're not, like, he's being force-fed that information. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's... There's no way. I've got nothing against Seth Rollins, the individual. I have everything against Seth Rollins, the character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like, they're doing him dirty. Like, The Fiend is better, and that's that. It's like Cena without all the Make-A-Wish. Yeah. He's not He's not even doing that. Come kids on, don't dude. Like you him. need more sick kids. <laughs> Get those numbers up. Yeah, those fucking rookie those numbers. Rookie numbers. <laughs> Do some coke or something. But I that's don't what know. That's I have... N- Exactly. I don't know exactly what's been going on on Raw. That I just know that stuff. I've been keeping up more with like NXT and SmackDown. Yeah. Um, well, fuck it. Let's just talk about NXT and SmackDown. Ooh, fuck Raw. <laughs> Raw sucks. I, I've I've sworn off Raw because I'm never available Mondays. Raw, anyways, so Lana is pregnant with Rusev's baby. Apparently, that's all you need to know. Yeah. Um, NXT was really good. Uh, from what I saw. They're starting a program with uh, Finn Balor and Matt Riddle. Yeah. Which is great. That's pretty like, cool. Um, the women's War Games match just yes. got a little more interesting. Yes. Um, both teams had one position left open. And you would think that because the face team has Tegan Knox, they're going to choose Dakota Kai and just have a tag team in there. But they did my bitch dirty and they chose Mia Yim. And now we got disgruntled Dakota Kai, who I think is going to turn heel. That would be um, interesting. And on the heel side was Shayna Baszler. They had one person left. So it was going to be Shayna Baszler, uh, Io Shirai, um, Bianca Belair, and a mystery a mystery partner. And Io Shirai faced off against Mio Yim. At the end of the Mio Yim... NXT UK Women's Champion Kaylee Ray comes in, yes. puts boots to the face of Mia Yim, and proclaims that she is the last person on that team. So it's like nothing but fucking champions. <laughs> and I'm about it. It's but that good. just makes it so much unfair. You got like the best of the women's division on one team, and then you got like the people that's like, I'm sorry you're getting your ass kicked every week. But that's just going <laughs> to make it so much more impactful when the team of champions loses. I'm just not sold on Candice LeRae in WWE at all. I, I think she's putting in quality work. She went from, I'm kicking everybody's ass, to I help and kiss Johnny Gargano's boo-boos. Yeah, I mean, thanks for who they're working for. <laughs> do, you know, do you know who they're working for? Women can't be strong! <laughs> exactly. You mean like China? <laughs> Once they know you have muscles, we put you on film doing naughty things. Exactly. And they're working for Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon doesn't know what a woman is. Vince McMahon... God help us all, Vince McMahon. 
He's married to Linda. She ain't got that wagon. <laughs> <laughs> that woman has a job at the White House. Like this. <sighs> okay, I we don't get political, but can I just just point out how weird it is that, is that a McMahon is in charge of the Small Business Bureau. Exactly. What the fuck do you know about small businesses? That's Just about as much as the rest of the cabinet knows about what they're doing. Okay. We don't get political, but, but like, we're that's gonna hop off that. Just that's the only small, thing. small wrestling tie in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of questions. A tiny wrestling thing. I apologize. I got a little political. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fine. AEW was fantastic. Uh, yes, there we go. Uh, These are very abrupt and not so subtle. Uh, segways. Segways, but segways. whatever. Well, when we're talking about the WWE, we're just like, all right, say the things, they're bad. It hasn't been Move too on. much going it on. There's nothing going on. It's NXT hours and is hours. like the only thing, but that's because they're leading up to war games. It's almost 10 hours of wrestling content where nothing happens. And if you've been seeing NXT, then you already know what the fuck's happened on Raw and SmackDown because they're doing an invasion and everything. And they show you what the hell happened on the other shows. Exactly. So uh, we don't really need to even talk about it besides NXT. Yeah. NXT was I mean, just like, they had good matches this week. They NXT had great matches. It's like the only WWE programming worth talking about nowadays. Yeah. Exactly. We're in that bizarro land right now where Wednesdays are the mecca for fucking wrestling and Mondays and Fridays are just dog shit. Yeah, it's awful. It's so awful. Except for The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan. That's going to be great. I don't know how to feel about that. It's not Brock Lesnar or Cena, so I'm cool with it. <laughs> Is Cena even wrestling anymore? Didn't he retire? No, he's not wrestling right now. He's not retired, like so to say, but like he's just, he's just not doing wrestling matches. He hasn't announced anything. He's doing charities. He's working behind the scenes for WWE. He's doing acting and stuff. That makes sense. I think he's open for like one more run, and then he's going to call it quits after. So. Oh, yeah. It's about time. He's, he's getting up there. He's a bit, a bit of an old dude. Randy Orton signed a new contract. Yeah. Really uh, upset with I, that. I'm not too upset. I As long as we get the uh, FTRKO that the would faction be so out of it with the Revival well, and, and Randy, Randy Orton, Orton. Like they're teasing. Then I'm okay with it. But if we don't and we just get more of the same old bullshit from Randy Orton. I mean, using his, using, the, using his departure as leverage to get more money. That's smart. Randy Orton is a smart man for doing that. Yeah. Like. Yeah, but. I mean, I feel that like also... he'd be doing a lot better at an AEW. Oh yeah, I would love to. A see A lot that. of very interesting things to go on there. Yeah. I would enjoy seeing anybody in the WWE in a different company, like Rusev. especially the big names. Like, if we could get Rusev over to AEW, fantastic. Rusev like, over to NWA. <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. Just think of the uh, people he can work with. Coke Cabana, yes! James Storm, Nick Aldis, Tim Storm. Yeah. Fucking all these old people that are still making their name known. Like, and, and it's an old school style product. You and don't have Rusev any, is an old school style character. You don't have any straight up power yeah, guys. I mean, big tough Russian dude is pretty old school wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's American now. Oh, right, right, right. He's an American citizen. He's an American citizen. He still has the accent, though. So. He's not like Vladimir Kozlov. Most of America will look at him and go... With the American top <laughs> hat, and he's like, I love double double E. <laughs> that was, that was I, terrible. I am America. 
in or Kenzo Suzuki back in 2008, where he's just like, America, I love America, and his like geisha girlfriend was just like, Suzuki, no, he's like, oh, let me do a dance number, and oh, I love Tori Wilson, oh, it was, oh my fucking god, that was terrible, Yo. don't do that ever again. You gotta get that. You gotta get that. Accents are funny, market, according yeah. to WWE. Like that whole thing just screamed that American Dad episode, choppy, where, choppy, where it's like pee-pee. the guy from that was under CIA witness protection program is like, I come here from Russia. I love your Disney movies, your Winnie the Pooh T-shirts, your uh, New York Knicks. Anybody want a peep? And he's like giving them like peep candy. He's like, I love America. <laughs> I have this like really weird complex where if someone's talking in an accent to me. I start doing the accent, and I can't not do it. Let me just speak to you in your native tongue. <laughs> it gets, it's bad. Like, I'll just start adopting it, and I can feel myself doing it, and I have to stop. <laughs> it's awful. It's so bad, and I want to stop doing it. But something in my brain is just like... Just don't talk to strangers. <laughs> it's like kind of the Japanese, like, a Japanese, um... Thank Accent. God! I've never, I've never encountered that before. <laughs> yeah, just, he's just talking in a Japanese accent, and you're just like, it seems like you're making fun of him, but you really are not. It's just like habit. There you go, hero. No. no. <laughs> well. <laughs> Days without incident. Zero. Yikes. Trying to make a point here. I did not know we had one of those. I think that's good for me then. I had to change it. Every time we change it, it's because of me. (laughs) For for those of y'all who have never been in the office before, which is all of you, um, (laughs) one or two, but yeah. We, we have a little, like, to-do list whiteboard. We've done some videos in here, but the whiteboard is new, so. And uh, we have a days without incident counter, and it had to be changed. <laughs> hey, 15 days, that's a new streak. <laughs> 15 days. Yeah. I mean, like, now it would be, it would be, like, 20-something days, because the 15 days was last week's episode, and now it's this week. So, yeah, I guess technically. Yeah, so the counter Does was... it really count? I've only been in here since last episode. I mean, that's... That must be why. <laughs> that must be why <laughs> That's why so it was so high. If I'm here every day, it's going to be like two days of that incident. No days. Two hours. Bitch, no we hours. stay on zero. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, uh. Okay, let's just go to AEW before I dig myself a better hole. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Full gear, man. Full gear was dope. Full gear was dope. My God. I think, and this might be an unpopular opinion, my favorite match of the night was the beginning match between Young Bucks and LAX, or Proud and Powerful. It was a good match. I saw snippets of it. Like, I didn't see the whole thing. As far as tag team matches go, it was great, because they told the story with Nick uh, missing a kick and ended up kicking the ring post and possibly breaking his shin. Yeah, yeah. And then they played that up the whole match. He couldn't do the Meltzer driver because he couldn't jump off the ropes because he hurt his leg. Damn. They had to change all their offense from springboards to top rope. Um, And he couldn't do kicks with that leg. 
and LAX played the monster heels, taking everybody out using underhanded tactics, uh, flipping off and spitting at the Rock and Roll Express ringside. Yes. Uh, Nick Jackson spit his gum at Santana, in which yes. Santana looked down, picks it up, and put it right in his mouth, <laughs> and started eating it, and everyone's going, you sick fuck! You, you sick fuck! There's a lot of that kind of chanting. Yeah. All of full game. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, I mean, that's... That's where we're at. Like, WWE caters towards children. Like, people that yeah. are new to the wrestling industry. They're big demographic in, and what, in like, what sells the merch. And what yeah. AEW is doing right now is catering to the older fans of wrestling. That kind of got out of it because of the catering of WWE. And yeah. And trying to figure out... Yeah, WWE was trying too hard to be one thing. Yeah. AEW caters to multiple people. Yeah. I mean, there's stuff on it, but obviously children shouldn't watch, but... I think I kind of like to talk about Kenneth versus Jonathan. (laughs) Oh, I didn't like the first half of the match because I felt like it was way too gimmicky. Mm. Mm -hmm. But then we'll get into that as we go by. Um, Then I think it was... Uh, fuck. What was the second match? Oh, uh, friendly reminder that Ricky Morton is 65 years old and hit a Canadian destroyer. And then hit the ropes and suicided dive it out of it. Yep. Suicide dived out of suicided it. Suicided dived it. Did, did, did. Tope, Tope Suicida. <laughs> <laughs> I have a beer here and a whole bottle of wine, which I added more liquor to, okay? I'm, I'm doing my best. It, it happens. Just don't JR. Some it. Polish rocket fuel. Yeah, some go go juice. Um, if last year, last week, and the episode before it was dry for me, and I didn't like that. But here we are. We're back. Hey, it happens. The podcast you know and love, with zero days incident free. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember Damn. who the fuck the second match was with. It might have been um, a women's match. Maybe. Was it... Hold on, I'll pull up the card. Yeah, if you can pull it up, that'd be great. Sorry, guys. We, we're we not really prepared for that. I, I remembered key parts, but I want to go through the whole Unfortunately, card. I wasn't able to see most of it, but I did make a point to um, watch the entirety of the main event because okay. I heard that it was really good from some friends who did watch it. Yeah, so the card well, we'll was... <laughs> the unsanctioned main event? Yes. Okay. The... Sorry, I guess it wasn't technically the main event. Britt Baker sense. versus Brie Priestley. Uh, the bri- the buy-in pre- pre-show. Um, Sean Spears versus Joey Janela. Oh, yeah, that was the next match. Yep. Um, That match was amazing, through and through. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, Sean Spears there, right? and Sean Spears and Tully Blanchard are a match made in heaven. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm sold on them. You got at one point in time, Ty Dillinger, um, Sean Spears. Sorry, didn't mean to use your old name, bud. Um, it tied his ponytail, uh, Janelle's ponytail, onto the rope like the uh, turnbuckle. Yeah. And it got caught in the gears, like the twisting little like springboard oh. area. And he tried to get it out, and I guess at some point he just held his thing and went like that, and just ripped. His hair out and there's a, some of like a bunch of hairs just oh. hanging from the, like the springs oh what why because he wanted to keep them there so he can keep all the shots going at him and he can't move out of there no i, I get that and then he like, just ripped his hair out like fucking mankind jo- back in the day I, that's what i'm saying is like joey janello why 
Like, I get it. The love for the craft and the need to do it right, but why? But, uh, there was a lot of awesome moments. Like, uh, Joey Janelle looked like he was going to, uh, run and, like, body splash off the apron. Yeah! And Sean Spears caught him on the outside and power slammed him back first onto the floor. Mm. Like, nothing was super hardcore, but there was a lot of hard-hitting moments. I've I've said it once, I've said it a million times, Joey Janela has no interest in having a spine. Yeah, he's like Spongebob from that fucking uh, comedy sketch one. He was just like, look at me, I got no bones. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sponges, let me tell you something about them. We're so dumb, we don't even have a vertebrae. Oh, man. Um, At the end of it, uh, Sean Spears delivered a beautiful Death Valley driver, which he calls the C4, Mm -hmm. and he got the win. So, Joey Janela has no wins. Yeah, yeah. But, he hasn't uh, won a single match in AEW. Yeah. Hey. But he, he looked pretty doing it. Yeah. Um, then I think backstage, there was a meeting between Kip Sabian and somebody for interviewing. And they said, what are, your, what are you doing as far as being here? You haven't really done too much so far. And he said... I might be thinking of another fucking thing, but this still needs to be said because it kind of ties in. Um, he said that he's got a new alliance and Penelope Ford comes by Yo. and gets next to him Yo. and she's wearing sunglasses and she goes, you almost ready to go, baby? And he yep, goes, yep. why be bad when you can be super bad? And nice. she kisses him on the cheek and they walk off. Nice. Penelope Ford was Joey Janela's girlfriend. Ooh. <laughs> the bad boy. Why be bad when you can be super bad? Ah. And my apologies if that wasn't on this and it was on like the other fucking thing. No, I think it was a full gear. But that needed to be brought up. No, that, was, that it, was an obvious dig. That was definitely a full gear. But I'm interested. That sold me. I'm excited for that. I think that's going to be the storyline coming up. The next uh, match is the AEW Tag Championships SCU versus Lucha Bros versus Private Party. I saw a bunch of this match. There was a really weird segment in the middle where it kind of just looks like they sped everything up and went, everybody do your flippy shit now! And then yeah. that, that was just it. But like, well, uh, got other than that, it was so solid. many people running around the ring. Yeah. There's going to be moments that are like, just everybody do flips, hit each other, especially with like the tag teams that we've got going on in AEW right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody. Uh, and uh, just because I'm a big fan of this guy and I don't want to go without saying this since it had something to do with this match as well first match the first tag team match between with pride and proud and powerful and young bucks and this match with private party and the others were dedicated to indie wrestling um local from new york matt travis Travis. who uh apparently died in a traffic incident yeah and he was big friends with both private party and proud and powerful and they dedicated their matches to him. And That's sad. I've been reading about that on Facebook. And if you watch the entrances to this, Scorpio Sky even did a homage to him uh, coming down the ring. He stopped and did like the side-to-side move where he's make, pretending to make it rain, which is the Matt Travis entrance uh, taunt that he does. That's so awesome. everybody has showed their respect for him, and I thought that was really cool. That's awesome. But the match, as far as I go, I, I think... This match was really good. 
Uh, there wasn't too many unnecessary spots. There was mm -hmm. a lot of good double teaming. Hell and yeah. I feel like everybody looked very strong. Yeah, everybody did. Like, everybody got their shit in. Nobody looked weak. And I think that that's what shows. And props to them for not having SCU drop the belt. Yeah. Like, in their first defense. Yeah. Because... If it wasn't their first defense, I would have no problems. But it was their first defense. And, like, uh, you want them to you want them to make well, it mean something. They're, they're really pushing Scorpio Sky. Yeah, I've noticed that whenever SU does anything, Scorpio Sky is like the one who does it. Well, that's because you know? uh, Daniels and Kazarian are the older guys. It's like no, I de like I definitely get why they do it, but I, I appreciate that he's going over because he's a phenomenal athlete. Oh, oh he's so some good. of the things that he does. Whew. I feel like oh. if they had a mid card title or something, they would put it. They would put, put it on, on Scorpio Sky, and the tag team will just get moved to. Daniels and Kazarian. Yes. But uh, speaking of Daniels and Kazarian, at the end of the match, Push lights go Daniels. out for a second, as they do all the time and it's at AEW. Um, they come back waiting. on, and there's another Pentagon Jr. just staring at Pentagon Jr. Yes. And it's not like, I saw it's one. not hard to know what was going on, Pentagon because Chris. he had no tattoos, and one of his eyes weren't painted. <laughs> And then he kicks him in the gut and he gives him the angel's wings and then takes off his mask and he has the giant ang that he has tattooed on his chest um, painted over his eye. That's I'm awesome. like, that'd be pretty cool. I wish they kind of would go with that going forward. Like the TNA um, days where he went heel for a while. Yes. As the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. But, you know, whatever. I'm just happy he's back. They could have just had him run in. Yeah, they, could have, they, they did something fun with it. Yeah. yeah, they did something so, special. It wasn't just like a running return. Like That was the only unneeded part of the match. Was the unnecessary dress up. Like, why fucking go out of your way, find all the attire, put the new mask on, paint your face, just to surprise. be like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> Hello, it's, it's me. Uh, Pack versus Adam Hangman, oh, Hangman Adam Page. Um, not much to say for me, really, because we've seen this match like 400 times since the start of AEW. Yeah, but uh, Paige got his revenge. He did. And he picked up the win. And it looked very well doing it. it yeah, it looked great. I'm sure and there was a buckshot lariat that looked nice. <laughs> he went for it. I don't remember if he actually hit the buckshot, but he hit the uh, Deadeye, that like, reverse power driver. Yeah. yeah. That looked good. And I saw that. That looked probably the most clean black arrow I've ever seen out of Pac hit, and it was a kick out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, they're 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 stuff they're, like that. They're protecting the brutalizer, <laughs> but they're they're kind of discrediting the black arrow. Well, but whatever they a, go hand in hand. So yeah. he's a heel right now, and he's not gonna win with his aerial offense. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna you be play submissions. Dirty. It's gonna be yeah. dirty fighting. Yeah. You know. Um, what was next, little twink boy? AEW Women's Championship, Rio versus Emi Sakura. I heard um, from somebody. Well, no, it was Will. Yeah, it was Will. If Emi Sakura really wants to be a heel, um, pretending that she's Freddie Mercury, she just needs to come out and just go, I have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> and I just popped so hard when I read that in our group chat. Oh but, my uh, god, Will. 
I guess Emi Sakura did a lot better than she's been doing. Mm. She wasn't relying as much on crowd participation and, like, stupid That's gimmicky, better. like, boom, boom, clap, boom, boom, clap shit. Well, I don't think she was meant to be a heel this whole time. No, but it was the student-teacher dynamic. Yeah, I think So the teacher had to go all out and be like, I taught you some things, but I didn't teach you everything. Oh, absolutely. Here's a twisting Vader bomb and, like, nearly takes her out. But then you got this fucking ten-year-old looking bitch just flying off the top, both boots straight to the heart. Not the gut, the heart. And I don't care if you're like 50 pounds, like 300 pounds, two boots straight to the chest is taking you out. And it went one, two, three, and Rio looked great doing it. And I'm glad that they made it believable. She's not going to overpower people. Yeah. So she's got to be smart. She's got a two boots right to the heart. She's like female Marco Stunt. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah, literally that. (laughs) And everybody gives Marco Stunt shit, but like, Um, he's good. Speaking of Marco Stunt, Marco Stunt almost had to join the Dark Order on AEW this week. Yes, I saw that. But Papa came home. That Luchasaurus. funky dinosaur. And, yeah. Luchasaurus when you back. said that, I was so confused. I love that funky dinosaur. <laughs> I love what the fuck are you talking about, Alex? Uh, yeah, he just came out. He just took out everybody. Oh, Threw every somebody, that came in Stomped somebody. Just headbutted him. Bitch slapped him. There was three creepers in a row. He just did, like, a quick spin kick, and all of them went out. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So and now we got... We got oh. the boy, his dinosaur, and baby dino, Marco Stunt, all back together. I don't, I don't know if moment. you guys follow many of the uh, AEW wrestlers on or on uh, Twitter or anything like that, but when <laughs> when that happened, Trent, like a few, like like half an hour later, posted a clip of it, like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> and everyone was like, I'm pretty sure Jungle Boy was like, Everybody hugs. <laughs> it was f- fantastic. Oh, I love him. I love him. So that match was great. Oh, uh, um, it's so good to see that prehistoric beast. Just so yeah, the Rio Emi Sakura match that we kind of went on a tangent on. That was a great one. That yeah. actually kind of sold me on both people because I was really not into either of them for the longest time. I'm into like I I like Rio strictly from an athletic standpoint i think the way that she moves in the ring is very good the ring psychology she does have is very very good you're not going to overpower people be smart like well when her first match with like nyla rose she tried to like pick her up for a power bomb Mm -hmm. or something like i was like rio what are you doing it's not gonna happen like that's not a thing that's going to happen but I have noticed that as she does more and more matches, her character starts to learn that, like, okay, maybe I just need to kick people really, really hard. Really hard. Right in, in the, the chest. chest. <laughs> yeah. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley in a lights oh, out match. Oh, boy. Okay. This one, I know a lot about. What I the fuck? I watched it the other day. Renee Young, 2019. 45, closer to 46, actually. 46 minutes of these two gentlemen just 
hitting each other with anything they could find. <laughs> Trying to murder each other. There was a point where John Moxley was hanging out of the ring by the neck from a chain. Or was it Kenny? No, it was John. Yeah, it was John. By a chain. Choke- yeah. <laughs> it was like almost like um when Raven was hanging Sandman a little bit. Yep. Like out in the ECW. There's a lot of ECW vibes in it. I didn't care for the the barbed wire broom. That looked very dumb to me. I, it's a broom wrapped in barbed wire. I know. It, it's uh, still gonna fuck you up. I know. It just yeah. It, I didn't look as good as I was hoping well, that they the, were. Well, the thing was is that I think that they shouldn't have played it as like an actual sort of offensive attack and more sort of like a just like a, a taunt. taunt. Yeah, because like. I get it that there's, like, a little bit of barbed wire at the tip there. So, yeah, it probably would have scratched him a little. But, like, that... It wasn't that much, you know? Like, just smack him in the face with it, and then when he drops, just pretend to sweep up the ring with it. Yeah, like... And just be like, ha, just cleaning it up. Yeah, like, sweep him, you know, sweep the ring, sweep him, but don't play it as, like, an attack. Play it as more of, like, a taunt, like, ha, 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 I'm cleaning. You know, like the uh, the V trigger through the glass looked oh, great. God. That looked great. Um, the very reminiscent of CZW's uh, Caribbean death net was the uh, barbed wire, oh, like spooky barbed wire, like trampoline almost. Yeah, when yeah. when the Bucks Ooh. came out and Kenny was like, "Go get it!" I was like, "Go get what? What?" What do you need the bucks to go get? And then they Ultra came back out. Off. <laughs> they came back out with this. Here's like, Yoshihiko again. It, like you're 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 very right when you say it looked like a trampoline that didn't have the actual like bouncy bit, but it was just barbed wire instead. Yeah. And then they just they tried like Kenny tried to get Moxley over, and then Moxley reversed and did like a suplex into it, and like. There was refs, the Bucks, like everyone was just trying to get these two dudes out of this barbed wire trampoline, <laughs> and it was it, it took was rough. a barbed solid like rough. three or four yeah. minutes to get them out of that. A strike and with barbed wire isn't bad, but landing on barbed wire where it's hard for you to move out of it, sucks. yeah, without getting like hacked up. Yeah. By the end of the match, they were both bleeding a oh, lot. Oh, they fucked up. Did you see the video package on Wednesday with Kenny? Mm-hmm. Like, that shit fucking looked like it That was sucked. obviously fake black guy. That was That fake. was an obviously fake black yeah, guy. Yeah, he didn't really take a, a, a hard one to the face at any point during the match. Oh, we don't know so what happened showed in the back with like, Ibushi. <laughs> <laughs> took a hard one to the face. Yeah, okay, I walked right into that. Bisexual <laughs> icon, <laughs> Kenny Omega. I'll, I'll admit it. But, um, I love me some yeah, he, never, he never took like a he never took a really bad. Well, he hit the eye. Is what I'm trying to say. In my head, it didn't Kevin, Renee Young and Kota Ibushi were watching it together, and they were just sitting there, be like, "Oh no!" Holding hands, and every time something happens to there, they squeeze the other one. She's like, oh, "No, no, our baby boys." But the end of the match, when uh, Moxley tore up half of the ring's matting and oh. just. Put him down with a right on the elevated. Pie. What is he calling it nowadays? Uh, it was. Is it still Dirty Deeds? It's no, it's the deeds. uh, the paradigm shift. Paradigm, paradigm shift. shift. That's it. Elevated paradigm shift, right onto the exposed pine. It's the hardest part of the ring. Right <laughs> onto the exposed pine wood, 
and just that was it. Over. Kenny Omega was knocked out. One, two, three. It's done. John Moxley doesn't actually win because it wasn't technically a match. Amazing. Um, we kind of forgot to mention Chris Jericho facing off against Cody Rhodes. That was the last thing on this list. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, I guess technically that was before this. Yeah, that's why it kind of threw me off, but if that's the last yeah. one. Yeah, I thought we were missing something, too. Uh, the whole time we were talking, I was like, isn't there, like, a really important match <laughs> that we just didn't talk AEW about? AEW Championship, Chris Jericho versus Cody. Match oh, was very well-rounded. Boy. Well-rounded match. But most of, the, most of the good shit happened at the end. Yeah. Um, Cody decided I'm going to dive because that's a smart idea <laughs> and ended up just scorpioning himself on the right outside, on the fucking face walkway. first into the steel walkway busted oh open his face and now he has a permanent mark on above his eyebrow that looks like the grate on the fucking ramp oh, <laughs> oh my god he was bleeding profusely it took like reps and medics to try to stop it but they didn't stop the match. They kept What's it going. So, so then when they kept going, then things kicked up. And uh, oh, Cody yeah. took all of the punishment. Like, nearly all of the punishment. Oh, yeah. That, he got his ass whooped. And then at the end, it ended with a lion tamer, and MJF threw in the towel for Cody. Yeah. Thank God, it ended with one of his actually good finishers. I, I forget who He's it was. He's got like seven of them. But I, <laughs> and all of them are better than the Judas Effect. <laughs> I, well, I was talking with my friend at work, and um, they were like, MJF should have thrown his scarf instead of a towel. And I looked him directly in the eyes, and I went, MJF would never throw his Burberry! <laughs> never we ever got, we finally got the full mjf heel turn that we were all waiting for he's been the, healed the whole time I'm, I'm talking about like he's finally like out of the little face stable that he was the heel in yeah and he's it it looked like based on what happened that little promo that he cut with jericho yep. during dynamite it looks like he's might be getting into the inner circle. Inner circle. I think. I, I think the hug seals it. I doubt it. I'm gonna tell you what I really think. Okay. I think Cody and the Elite playing the long game. We're gonna mark this right now. Okay. <laughs> All that right. If, if the next two you're getting into your you're getting into your predictions mode. I'm getting into predictions mode right now. Okay. Within the next two pay per views, I think it will be revealed. That, granted, if MJF actually joins the inner circle, that Cody Rhodes and MGF were playing the long game, and MJF is going to be a spy. Double O MJF. The yes. J stands for James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, what's the Friedman? No, uh, Maxwell, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Friedman. Maxwell, correct. Like Maxwell House. Maxwell, jo uh, James Bonds the Noms, Friedman, <laughs> is going to be a double agent within the inner circle. Secret agent. Well, what does that mean for his uh, debuting tag team partner in AEW? Wardlow. 
Wardlow. Which I'm fucking ecstatic for. Another secret agent. <laughs> Another secret to add to his cover, obviously. The double up. They tried to choke Cody Rhodes to death with his own tie. Okay, when you're deep undercover, you gotta do some things, alright? <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes when you're trying to see under, an undercover operation, you gotta fuck some dudes. Yeah, facts. Also, the promo... Sometimes you gotta shoot a bunch of innocent Russian people... The promo a, with MJF an and Chris Jericho on Wednesday was phenomenal. I oh, love the way they work together. my God. The <laughs> two of them were ridiculous. He lit it up! Oh, it was just like, I'm the bigger dick. I'm the bigger dick. Not, I have the bigger... I am the bigger dick. Who the fuck is Hoovy? <laughs> Google it, baby. Google it. <laughs> little bit of the bubbly. He did a great impression. Little bit of the bubbly. Little bit of the bubbly. Do you want me to join the inner circle? I don't know. Do you want to join the inner circle? From what I'm hearing, it sounds like you want me to join the inner circle. Did you just grab my ass? <laughs> it's okay if you did. Just wanted to know. Love it. I love it. Uh, I love it. Everything about MJF is just full gear. Was it kind of reminded me of um, Jericho a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. It kind of a. Uh, it, it's a good idea to put. Those two kind of caliber people together. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they played off of each other superbly well. Oh it yeah, was phenomenal. Ah, oh, fantastic. Do we have anything else to talk about on the wrestling news side of things? I don't think so. But can we go into the first musical break? Yes. Uh, give me a second. There we go. Is there a show to hype up with the musical guest? No. 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 Good. But, um, our first musical guest, a break, not, not guest, they're not in the studio, um, hails from yes. Montreal, Quebec, Canada. One of my favorite in a combined weight dudes of, I'm, dudes. I'm guessing all of them together is probably like 500 pounds or so. 500, 600 pounds. Yeah. You guys are from the greatest part of Canada, by the way. Just yeah. wanted to let you know. This is <laughs> Code Lisa with Drowned Out here on the JPF Podcast. Yes! 
That was drowned out by Code Lisa. That was fucking awesome. That reminded me a lot of like mid two thousands metalcore, post hardcore stuff. Yes, I yes. Love it. Speaking love of that, uh, as we discussed last week, uh, one of the greatest post hardcore emo bands, uh, My Chemical Romance, decided to announce their return. And uh, this week, earlier this week, they announced their support for their comeback show. Yes. It's going to be none other than Thursday. And uh, as you know, they're very good friends Thursday with the guys. <laughs> they're very good Did friends with the Did we already miss the announcement? <laughs> <laughs> they're very good Wait, friends so the with that band. the announcement is happening on Thursday? Or? No, the band <laughs> Thursday. All right, we're, we're done with the Thursday jokes. <laughs> we're we're all very aware. <laughs> Continue with the um, as you know, they're they're very good friends with that band. Um, their album was produced. <laughs> their album, their first. Um, Fuck Monday. Their Thursdays first. Thursdays were set. Sorry, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. The first you were saying. Uh, their uh, their first mainstream album, uh, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, was actually produced by one of the members of Thursday, and Thursday is a very good band, and it has the internet freaking out right now. And that is a very good thing for music because that means hopefully uh, popular demand will take over and we get a U.S. tour out of it. Hopefully popular demand happens and we get better bands back together like Motion City Soundtrack. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's get fucked up and die. <laughs> Let's not do that. Let's go to the questions. Okay, questions. <laughs> I've got like five and a half of them. Five and a half questions? Because oh, I got yeah. like five que- like five questions and then somebody gave us a picture and was like, what do you think? <laughs> so, we'll go with this. That's Ominous. I question. love it. <laughs> Spencer of the band Deranged Youth hit us up, up and buddy? said, what's your favorite David Lynch project? Twin Peaks. See, I didn't know who the fuck that was until yesterday. And Dune. I still do not. But looking over the thing, the only thing that I actually watched before was Elephant Man. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. I I'm mean, very out of the loop of everything he's a, he's a cult. He's a cult director. Like, Twin Peaks, both the feature film and... Um, like Antoine LaVey. And the TV show and the revival that happened, like, last year. All done by David Lynch. FTRKO. He also did the, um, the adaptation of the book Dune. Which is a fantastic, fantastic film. It's about sand mounds. <laughs> no, no, it's about it's alien shit, sci-fi. Uh, but like, yeah, no, that's my my favorite. What's your sci-fi password? My, what's your sci-fi? <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, that's that, that's my answer. Twin Peaks and Dune and Elephant Man. Uh, yeah, you said you didn't really. You said you're not really favorite. You, you can't pick three things. Yes, you can't pick three works. things. You can't pick three. A it's lot of people have different call. opinions. A lot of people have different opinions. Okay, Okay, but what's your opinion? Well, Don't talk about their opinions. I want your opinion. Mainly because... Uh, Dune. Dune, probably. Dune. Okay, good. Yeah. Question Dune. answered. Dune, Moving on. I like, <laughs> I like stupid sci-fi shit. Somebody asks, on Instagram... I don't have their name with it anymore. I screen capped their question. Um, what can you do to make red hats wearable again? Mm-hmm. Don't want to get into this because we said no politics. 
But I would say make the red hats more like Fred Durst's red hat. Yeah, don't don't put anything on them. Yeah, just um. Just don't. Uh, put Foxy Grandma. Yeah. Wear a wear, uh, wear a beanie instead. Wear a beanie. Um, yeah, it's getting yeah. cold out depending wear, on where you live. So do that. Wear a raccoon hat. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> um. Let's, next one. Next question. <laughs> um. What happened to little Jimmy? Did R-Truth turn on him, or did he turn on R-Truth? Uh, he left WWE, and he's running around the indie circuit uh, as uh, someone known as the Invisible Man right now. Uh, he's doing Jim- great things. It's like Jimmy Lloyd. He, <laughs> he's, he's the Invisible Man. He's doing some great things on the Versus indie scene. Versus Invisible Stan. Versus his brother Invisible Stan. Uh, I hope, I'm hoping for an Invisible Stan face turn. So that they could uh, possibly become a tag team. That would be fantastic. There was an actual match in GCW of the Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. That's exactly what I was right It was essentially just the referee in the ring selling everything and dropping to his knees for a count occasionally. It was fucking amazing. (laughs) Didn't they do that thing with the table, though? Yeah. They used, like, looking in the ring, and they went, oh, no, and looked over to the table, and the table just folded itself in half, and uh, then it went one, I two, mean, three. I don't know what you're talking about. There's two invisible people in that ring, but <laughs> two two invisible athletes hurled no, themselves absolutely. off a balcony. Absolutely. I just wish I could have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> um, next question from Luke Alexander. He gives us two up, questions. Uh, he said, best AEW up-and-comer. Best AEW up-and-comer, Sammy Guevara, uh, Kip Sabian. Those two great Um choices. I wouldn't call Sean Spears an up-and-comer, but I would like to see what he could do with a bigger push. Yeah. Uh, so those are my picks. Uh, I love me some Spanish God, so. Yeah, um, Private Party for me. I'm private a big Party? Private party uh, fan. I, uh, I would say the same thing. Private Party is... I have to choose a single person, Darby Allen. Darby Allen, yes. Oh, Darby I Allen. I can't added. wait for Alan Moxley. Yes, it's that's going gonna be to so be good. Wild. He that's... didn't even need to do a full-on promo. He just picked up the mic right. and went, yeah. "John Moxley," and everyone lost their shit. And he's oh. like, "I accept." It's gonna be so great. Everybody say he says he works such a dangerous style, but it's not like it's no no different than what anybody else is doing. It's just no. a little. It a just looks bit, more dangerous because yeah. he doesn't make it flippy shit. He just throws his body. Exactly. He just dives backwards. He does it <laughs> smarter, not harder. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I'm pretty sure I'll know what your thing is. Well, maybe not because it's happening really soon. But uh, best looking music tour for 2020. Download Music Festival. <laughs> I'm I'm most likely going to see um, Circus Survive Ooh, again yeah. in April, and I am probably seeing Dance Gavin Dance in April as well. Yep, with uh, Veil of Maya Animals as leaders. Yes, and I'm also seeing uh, Atmosphere in February with the Lioness. So Hell all of yeah. those have my vote. Two of them are like hardcore, post-hardcore. Any other ones hip hop, but they're all up there. Do you know of any? Uh, you know, music is great. Um, no, I, <laughs> is I, this music? I love music. Oh, I, I sure do love human music. This is my favorite part. Um, oh, what do you mean the song was over? 
I, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm just kind of out of the loop with music tours. Um, all of the ones that y'all said that I recognized, awesome. But other than that, I died. I don't keep up with news like that. I probably should, but I do not. I, I mean, Download Festival is a very solid pick. You got Mike M, Jimmy World, uh, In Flames, like... How long is it going to be that he's going to continue eating the world? Like, is he done yet? <laughs> Should it be the, Jimmy Eight World? Until the band is done. Jimmy Eight World. Jimmy ate too much, and now he's fucking full. <laughs> um, and lastly, our buddy, Mr. Ben Ross, bonds himself. What's up, Bond? Uh, he, he asked for our opinion on this picture. I will show you guys, <laughs> and then I will describe it to the camera. Sounds good. <laughs> this is great. Okay. Uh huh. It's a picture of Hulk Hogan stone facing the camera with a hat on that says VIP and sunglasses that look to be women's sunglasses in a hot tub with like a white claw next to him and a very weird looking chubby chihuahua also looking at the camera at the exact same time. That dog is staring into my soul. <laughs> um, I think it's just about enjoying the finer things in life, you know. Yeah, hot oh, tubs totally. and dogs. I, I love and... naps. <laughs> like that, that's that's what I'm getting out of it. It looks like he's taking this an looks right wrong, nap in a hot and tub. I think it's all about just don't boil your hot dogs. <laughs> There's a lot of white me. in that photo. Just don't boil the hot dogs. A lot of white in that photo. <laughs> The most uh. non-white thing is the Chihuahua. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know what to think of this. This is a fucking weird-ass picture. Uh, it's. But I dogs. like this concept. I like I like giving us just a random-ass picture. And it's and we have to we have to just to assume for ourselves. I would. You should. You guys should do more of this. If I ask for like questions on Instagram, just. Just DM us a random ass picture and ask us to talk about it. I don't know what to say to this, but I'm sure like we can do <laughs> some more shit later. I would on. love to do that. The caption for that should be like when you're high as fuck at the family party and you don't know what to do. <laughs> like <laughs> when the shrooms are kicking in. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit in the hot tub with my dog and just stare up in the sunset. Ugh, when you're getting fuck. up there and you're thinking about the brothers that are no longer with us. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was good. That was five and a half questions. That's something. Oh, um, that's nice. You talked about MCR. Yes. But some things have arised with Rage Against the Machine. Yes. And I guess Rizza from Wu-Tang Clan wants to do a tour Wu Tang Clan and Rage Against the Machine. I would go to. I would go to that. I I've would. already seen Wu Tang before, and they put on a great show. I have yet to see Rage Against the Machine. I'm assuming both it. of them together, they have a lot of the same common mindset. Yep. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt this to be anything short of amazing. Aside from Rage Against the Machine playing Coachella, but we're not going to talk about that. But. <laughs> I'm sorry. Out. I I must have been out of the loop for that. They're playing what now? They're playing Coachella. I could imagine every single person at Coachella just being like, oh my god, I love this song. Completely oblivious to the fact that they're 
definitely the kind of people that Rage Against the Machine is singing about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a similar <laughs> Let's thing. Let's go to Burning Man. I think it's going to be a similar thing to when they did Lollapalooza. They're not going to actually play. They're just going to... Ruffle Malapalooza. <laughs> they're just going to protest the event. Yeah, honestly, go for it. Because people that run Crochella are fucking awful. But... Zach Dale Roach just screaming to a mic going, Fuck, Fuck authority! And then also sucking a dick of a security guard backstage to get into the show that he wasn't allowed to get into. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck authority. More like suck authority. I mean, right? Okay. Um, but that's going to be a great tour regardless. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Huge no. Wu-Tang Clan fan. Rage Against the Machine is like rock version of the music that I'm putting out right now. Oh, so I'm yeah. like about that. Cheap Hell plug. Yeah. Hell Hit me yeah. up on Spotify. Kill Murray 603. Uh, <laughs> um, also, I guess what's old is new again because Ozzy Osbourne, for the first time in nearly ten years, is putting out a new record for twenty twenty. Yeah, and you he's doing tours again. Oh, you mean that that guy that 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 up and coming star that that featured on a Post Malone <laughs> record? I think that was that guy. Was he on a, a, a Post Malone? Casey left the room. <laughs> was he actually on the Post Malone? I thought that was someone else. He was. He was. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was him? Okay. Uh, the, the, a lot of people, when that album came out... Mumble Rap Community takes solace in the fact that Ozzy Osbourne did it before you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Ozzy Osbourne did it because of more drugs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Somebody's like... <laughs> He's like, hey, say the fucking dogs be on fucking carpet again. Could you imagine a conversation between Ozzy Osbourne and Bob Dylan? Ozzy Osbourne and Tony Danza. <laughs> hey, yeah, Could you imagine yeah. a conversation between Ozzy Osbourne and Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> no, I like you. Only you know me. Somebody else just like me. I don't me. think you're you're making a lot of assumptions, assuming. That Ozzy Osbourne would recognize himself. <laughs> Those are some fucking dumb sunglasses. Yeah, well, fuck you. You look like a fucking cop. You smell like dog piss. You smell like. Oh, aren't you that? You aren't you that bloke who bit the bat's head off? That was. You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. <laughs> <laughs> It would just be nonsense. You should get Ozzy Osbourne on the podcast. That'd be fantastic. I'll make a call. <laughs> I'm sure he's oh, listening right now. Yeah, yeah. He's and one by of the way, thank people. you Ozzy Osbourne for listening to our yeah. podcast. Make sure you tell your son Jack. <laughs> Corrupting the youth. Oh. I'll just tell his son to tell his baby. <laughs> Listen to the Just Plain Filthy podcast. You want to learn some naughtier words <laughs> that aren't British bad words? Like Fucking the word twat. fanny. We don't say fanny. Twat. Yeah. Cunt. <laughs> you put some oh. bass in that. Cunt. Oh my god. Speaking of cunts, um. <laughs> Jesus I don't know where Christ. the fuck I was going with that. Yeah, I was like, hold on. Wait, you need more English? What the fuck? We don't really have more. Oh, speaking of. I, I mean, I guess I guess we can talk about this. It's kind of reverting back to our original part. Yeah, what up? Um, uh, Jordan Miles quit oh, WWE. Yeah. He's not really the cunt in this situation. It's more like WWE, but it's a real well, cunty way of how he did it. Uh, he posted a video. Maybe I can find the video, but um, ah, it's 
ridiculous. Now he posts this long fucking video. Yeah, if you want to talk about it, I'll try to find about, it. Talk uh, about because uh, WWE released his official merch, and it comes in two colors, black and white. But the design on it is a big old smile, and his name Jordan Miles is the teeth, and the smile is red. The letters are white, and one of the design, one of the shirts, uh, is a, is the color black, and the other one is white. Uh, so Jordan Miles got really, 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 really upset, as is his right, because like you know, like what is your opinion is your opinion, but like, uh, he brought it up on social media, and it split everybody down the middle. Um, so I guess his Twitter account got taken down. <laughs> it just says go, go miles and then super ACH. And then there's zero tweets and only seven followers now. Wait, so, but I'm, I found sorry, the video. I'm not, I'm not seeing what, what the actual problem here is. Uh, he said it the looks was like racist. a black, it looks like a black face with a smile, like the old school, uh, picture where it's like. It Actually, like black like paint, red lips, and like teeth. Like that oh, racist thing. Yeah, that's what the, that's what the t-shirt that, like, looked like. The, the way that it was being described, I just wasn't picking that up. Yeah, that's what it looked like. He got fucking upset. Uh, he went on a tirade on social media. Um, Booker T chimed in and said what he was doing was very unprofessional. He called Jay Lethal from Ring of Honor a stupid Uncle Tom. <laughs> 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 but uh, just just because I have it right here, like if this. you don't know, here's here it is. Right, it should be. He's a mean mug on the camera. Yeah, he starts like oh in, in shit. the middle of the fucking video. Really? As of today. Oh, here we go. I'd like to officially announce that I quit fucking WWE. I am no longer employee. I refuse to work for racist. What? I fucking quit. Fuck them. I hate that fucking company. And everything they fucking stand for. All they did was ever hold our fucking people back. I do this shit for the culture. I don't need anyone's fucking permission to do what I want to do. Screw Jordan Miles. Don't ever call me by that slave name. Call me ACH and don't forget the super. So with that being said, that was um, a rather over-the-top way of just peacing out. Right. But, uh, I, I mean, mean, I understand. WWE doesn't have the best track record. No, I racially. totally understand. Ooh, but I'm having, I'm having Booker T, Triple yeah. H flashbacks right now. <laughs> I, I understand where he's coming from. Get me a towel. Um, he oh, didn't God. execute <laughs> his exit the best way. Uh, he kind of went, took no time at all blasting WWE, but as I said before, and you recently just said it, it came in two colors. No, no, you, you said that. It came in two colors. Um, he took the one that looked the most racial and put that up there, but also it came in multiple colors if you ordered it from the NXT site and not just the WWE site. It came in, like, blue and red and all the other colors, too. So, it, if you don't know about the WWE site, you re, you think you're really just blowing it out of proportion. Mm-hmm. 
the picture that he posted, I totally get. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't. And I shared the picture of what it was in reference to. Is oh, what yeah, most people think thing. it's in reference to. And they're like, I still don't get it. And I know not everyone's going to get it because not everybody has seen it and not everybody's informed of like the connotations it has in history. Mm-hmm. It is a big deal. It wasn't the most respectful thing to do. Uh, there was a lot of miscommunications in office where they said Jordan Miles approved of it. And Jordan Miles said he approved of it only because they told him that that's what Triple H wanted. And I guess Triple H never got contacted about it. So then they put out a racial shirt that he signed off on. And now it looks like ACH is the asshole and making a being a baby about it. Because ACH said yes because he was told Triple H said yes. So basically the whole thing is a fucking clusterfuck. Yeah. And he just decided to peace out. But he didn't peace out like a, a nice person would. Well, obviously and he burnt he bridges with Ring of Honor, too, with this whole tirade. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did, because you mentioned he so, called Jade Lethal and Uncle Tom. So, right. I don't really know what the future holds for ACH, because the two biggest wrestling companies, he kind of just threw under the bus. Oh, yeah. AEW is not going to pick him up, because that's going to be a PR nightmare. No, fuck that. Uh, CZW is probably not going to bring him back. Because they're trying to up their production value and make ties with everybody else. NWA is not going to want to do it because they're working with NWA. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, with Ring of Honor. And I'm sure, if anything, he might go back to Japan. But that's a huge if. So, he kind of hurt himself as well as hurting other companies. Well, I like ACH. Yeah, I mean, his work is phenomenal. I hope things work out for him. I hope this doesn't bite him in the ass too hard, but it's definitely going to gonna look bad on him for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. No, that's... Yeah, when... There, there definitely would have been more tactful ways to handle the yeah. situation. Like, expressing all the opinions and all of the facts that he had brought up. If he had done that in a more civil way, I feel like he might have been able to move on to a different company. But I just, like, like you said, by the looks of it, like wrestling is becoming so connected. All yeah. of the smaller brands are trying to like start working together to form larger brands to start exactly. moving forward in, to competition with WWE. Direct competition, that is. Yeah. And I don't no think longer... any of them would pick him up after this. It's it's possible. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna say never, but it's it definitely seems like he maybe didn't completely think through the long term ramifications yeah, of the things the he said and did. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, if you had guys like Booker T t- telling you that you fucked up, like you fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Booker T is telling you now. Mark Henry just straight up said, like, yo. Chill out. And like, you're making Mark everything. Henry, Mark Henry almost killed Michael Hayes yeah. for being a and racist little shit. So. Pardon me if I sound kind of ignorant on this. Like, I know he has all the right in the world to think what he thinks, and the track record kind of goes show what it, what he's talking about. But currently in NXT, the most over team right now is fucking Street Profits. Street Profits. They're pushing... 
um, Keith Lee, Keith Lee to the moon right now. Yep. Velveteen Dream, one of the number one people on NXT. Uh, you look on um, in WWE the last like ten years. Mark Henry has had world titles. Mm-hmm. Um, they just had Kofi Kingston get some stuff. The first African American WWE champion. Yeah, Big E is over like a motherfucker. Ring of Honor has a whole bunch of African American people that are doing well. And just because they don't win the world title doesn't mean anything because you got to think weight classes. You got to think um, what they're doing outside the extracurricular kind of stuff for the mm-hmm. company. Um, Jay Lethal is sidelined with an injury right now, so he's not holding the w- the uh, ROH title. I mean, and he had that motherfucker for a while. Exactly. So it's not like they're not giving the brass ring. It's You have to look at it how many of them are there in comparison to other races being kind of like in the, in the mix as well. If you look at it like that, it's, there's a lot of other people as well that are deserving. It's going to look bad if you don't give it, but at the same time, you don't want to just give it because they're of a certain descent. Yeah. Because that looks even shittier. It looks like you're just trying to get sympathy views. Yeah. You you look like you're pandering rather than uplifting. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's a whole complicated thing. It's Wanted to bring that up. It's a good topic to talk it's a, about. It's a can of worms. It's, yeah. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. It's a lot of heat coming from ACH at the moment. Oh, yeah. Well, I am WWE. Like, yeah. WWE's not, like, the best. Like, if you're going to pick a, one of those, one of the shirts, yeah. like, one of the shirts to put on your website, maybe go with, like, the blue one. Or, like, the white one, or the red one. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I gotta find a picture. A yellow yeah. one. And I need to, like, actually... I think, like, the only thing worse, and please don't take this as anything bad, only thing worse would be, like, if they just had, like, his name, and it was just, like, a piece of watermelon or something like that. Like, that would be, like, just as bad. That would be the... Because then it'd be, be like, there's no, there's not even a fucking connection between the two with me. <laughs> it's like you're just being an asshole. What, what was this guy's name? Jordan, Jordan Miles. M Y L E S. And his last name sounds like Smiles. And he smiled a lot until this. <laughs> kind of got rid of the smile. Speaking of things that don't make you smile, they make you put on that stank face. Our last music break of the day. Oh, I can definitely see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's re- like once you it's get told bad. it, you're like, "Fuck, I see it." Yeah. It's no, terrible. like, like when it was being explained to me, I was like, "It's pretty bad." I can't, like, like I can't see, but now that I'm seeing like the actual design, I can see why he's upset. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is definitely. Like, I don't know if that's the first place I would have gone, but now that you say it, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. If they just made the shirt design like whatever, and then put like a picture of his face with a smile and his teeth were his name, it would have been something completely different. I I think there's a different one that looks exactly like that. But but uh, yeah. Yeah. With that, uh, well, we're gonna say goodnight. Definitely looks a lot better in the white. (laughs) Yeah. Well, with that, we're gonna say goodnight. And uh, speaking of smiles, something that doesn't make you smile makes you put on that stank face and get hyped as shit. We got a new one from Womb Eater here. Yeah. This song is called Cypher. And this is the Just Plain Filthy Podcast. Thank you for listening. Night. <laughs>